أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسوله سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه وأزواجه وضرياته وأهل بيته ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين وبعد الحمد لله بأي الله تعالى فضل it's the eighth night of Ramadan it was just one week ago that we all uh, got together uh, to pray taraweeh for the first time uh, and now mashallah it's going so if you ain't been reading, you ain't been doing your zikr, if you ain't been uh, coming to your salat of taraweeh and masjid and all this other good stuff, then uh, it's a good time to start, inshallah. It's always a good time to start. People start in different ways. Some people are early, some people are on time, some people are a little bit late. Um, but the most important thing is how you end. And so we, we, we still have an opportunity to do that. Allah Ta'ala give all of us tawfiq. Mm -hmm. uh, before continuing with our lesson this is something i forgot to mention yesterday which was about something i mentioned two days ago in the um majlis when we talked about sayyidina abdullah ibn, ibn mubarak uh, uh, uh ta'ala i mentioned that imam ahmed bin hanbal's hadith don't come in the siha sitta and alhamdulillah mashallah two people pointed out that, that that's actually incorrect one Mufti Javed Iqbal, who is a teacher in the Kidderminster branch of the Darulum of Berry in, 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 uh, near Birmingham, Allah Jazihul Khair, and then the other is this young man, mashallah, who read uh, the uh, Abu Dawood from Sheikh Samar al Nas when he came to Allentown, uh, I guess a couple of weeks ago or, or months ago. So that's good, mashallah. Jazakumullah khairan. Allah ta'ala reward you. He's actually uh, relatively frequently narrated from in the Sunan of Abu Dawood. I think what I probably should have said instead of saying what I say is that he's not narrated from Bukhari even though Bukhari met him. Rahimullah ta'ala. But uh, uh, at any rate, alhamdulillah, that's, the ilm is an amana and that's straightened out. And if you look in the, if you look in the SoundCloud and the recording, uh, I also left a comment uh, at, the, at the place that I made that mistake. If anyone else sees a mistake, uh, uh, you're more than welcome to, uh, to let me know. Inshallah, Allah ta'ala reward you for it. I might not agree with you. So be prepared with that, but I will listen, inshallah, and I do appreciate that, that there are people looking out. So we uh, uh, then continue uh, through the tabaqat of the mashayikh. Uh, we'll read first Abu Muhammad Ja'far bin Nusayr al-Khuldi. He is a well-known biographer of the saints, one of the most eminent and oldest of Junaid's pupils, so Imam Junaid ta'ala's disciples. He was profoundly versed in the various branches of tasawwuf and paid the utmost respect to the sheikhs. He has many sublime sayings. In order to avoid spiritual conceit, he attributed uh, uh, his sayings and anecdotes to different people, uh, uh, which he composed an illustration of each topic. And uh, this is something that uh, um, was mentioned in a previous tabaqa, which we, we covered in years past, which is that of uh, Abu Bakr Shibli. Uh, Abu Bakr Shibli in his tabaqa in, uh, in this Kashful uh, Mahjub in it it's mentioned that the wonders of the world are three the symbolic utterances or isharat of Shibli the mystical sayings Nukat of Murta'ish and the anecdotes or Hikayat of Ja'far and so this is the same Ja'far bin Nusayr al-Khuldi um, and this uh, uh, genre of, of Hikayat using Hikayat anecdotes and short stories to teach principles of the tariq, uh, um, this is like perfected in the Mathnavi of Mawlana Rumi later on. So he's the this uh, Jafar bin Nusayr al-Khuldi is 
attributed with being one of the, the pioneers in the compilation of this genre of, uh, of Sufic literature. Uh, it is related that he said, trust in Allah is equanimity, whether you find anything or no, i.e. you are not made glad by having daily bread or sorrowful by not having it because it is a property of the Lord who has a better right than you to either uh, to preserve or destroy. Do not interfere, but let the Lord dispose uh, of his own. Jafar relates, and so this principle he meant, talks about uh, tawakkul, is that when you're doing good, you shouldn't be too happy about it, and when you're doing too, when you're not doing so hot, you shouldn't be too, uh, uh, you know, sad about it. It's funny because we can say this stuff, we tweet this stuff, we say these things, we repeat them again and again, and uh, uh, we mashallah uh, put on our nice uh, thobe and uh, uh, get up on the on the pulpit and give the uh, khutbah. Uh, 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 and we say these things, mashallah, and feel real hot about them. So here, look now what's the difference between us and uh, what's the difference between the Ahlullah. Jafar relates that he went to Junaid and found him suffering from fever. O Master, he cried, beseech God in order that he may restore you to health. Junaid said, last night I was about to tell him, but a voice whispered in my heart, your body belongs to me, I keep it well or ill as I please. Who are you that you should interfere with my property? So there you have it. Uh, the next tabaqa is uh, Abu Ali Muhammad. By the way, the, these these like stories we're reading, these are very like somewhere in the area between don't try this at home and when keeping it real goes wrong. Uh, so yeah, don't, don't, you know, if you're at that state, alhamdulillah, mashallah, make dua for me too. For the rest of us, if we try, if we try this, it's going to like, it'll break you. It'll break your mind. It'll break your nafs. You won't be able to, you're, you won't be able to hold it. You know, this type of like strange, ajib level of iman and taqwa and like yaqeen in Allah Ta'ala and ikhlas for Allah Ta'ala. A person can try to pretend to do it for three, four minutes and then it breaks. Um, and everything is as it ends. So if you're not, if you're not there yet, you know, be, feel free to feel free to uh, confess in front of the Lord your weakness and don't 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 break yourself uh, trying to do it because the the you know it's about it's about how you end uh, in the middle if you try to fly too high you're gonna crash keeping it real will uh, I repeat go very wrong if you're not there yet and these are people who do these things on the heels of like or like yesterday Abu Hafs al Haddad like you grab the the whatever molten iron you burn your hand man like don't you you walk around with you know without a hand. Don't don't do that type of stuff. These things happen on the lifetime on the heels of a lifetime of mujahada and zikr and connection with Allah subhanahu wa taala. They're not just stuff that happens in a vacuum. Just to let you know, the, someone might say, "Well, what's the point of us even talking about this?" You know, and there are some people. All they do is this these types of stories, just like daydreaming for them. Uh, um, but there are benefits. One is a person will be with the one that they love. At least if you love these people more than you love Donald Trump and uh, uh, you know LeBron James and X Y Z people, uh, 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 um, you know people, even Muslim Dunyawi people. You know there are all kinds of Muslim like singers and sports stars and all that. If you love these people more than them, Allah Taala will make you be with the ones that you love. And another really good, uh, really good uh, benefit is that if a person knows what the objective is, then they'll be able to start to understand how to chart a path to it. And another benefit is what is, uh, and I find this myself uh, personally the most, uh, uh, one of the most uh, useful, is that sometimes a person may do something good. Like I you know, I read all 20 taraweeh and like I didn't fidget and I this and that and I've been fasting and I feel spiritually high. And you start to think you're cool. This reminds you you're not cool. 
this reminds you who you are and that there's there's still a long way to go there's still a long way to go a person once they think they've arrived somewhere they stop traveling whereas as, as long as a person is cognizant of their deficiency they'll keep getting better and better Abu Ali Muhammad bin Qasim al-Rudbari he was a great Sufi and he was of royal descent many signs and virtues were vouchsafed to him he discoursed lucidly with clarity on the arcana of Sufism it is related that he said, he who desires uh, for himself only what God desires for him is a murid. Uh, uh, sorry, he who desires for himself is a murid and he who uh, uh, only desires what God desires for him is the murad. Uh, uh, that person who doesn't desire anything uh, in this world or the hereafter except for Allah. The one who has goals, they're the ones who, they're the one who wants, there's the ones who want. And the one who has no goal except for Allah Ta'ala, uh, that's a sign that they're the ones who are wanted. This is uh, a, a, a discourse that he has a little bit earlier, that uh, uh, the one who is uh, uh, of a higher rank is not the one who loves Allah, but is beloved by Allah. Being the recipient of the divine virtue is, is superior to struggling in the path of God. Uh, and oftentimes the two of them go together, but one is a higher uh, station than the other because your own acts, my own acts, uh, God knows if anything good are, is going to come out of them. But what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala desires for you, if it's good, then even if you're a bad person, you'll end up turning into a good person. Uh, and so a person should give up in their own, uh, in their own uh, uh, desires and invest their hope in the desire of Allah. He discoursed lucidly on the arcana of Sufism. It is related that he said he who uh, desires, desires for himself only what God desires for him. And he who is desired does not desire anything in this world uh, or the next except for God. Accordingly, he who is satisfied with the will of God must abandon his own will in order that he may desire. Uh, whereas the lover has no will of his own that he should have any object of desire. Uh, he who desired God desires only what God desires, and he who God desires, desires only God. Hence satisfaction or ridha, uh, being happy with what your lot is in life, is one of the stations or maqamat of the beginning. And love, mahabba, is one of the states or ahwal of the end. The stations are connected with the realization of servantship or budiya, while ecstasy, uh, 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 the hal of love, uh, leads to the corroboration of lordship. It allows you to bear witness to the rububiyah of Allah Ta'ala, of Him being Lord. This is uh, this being so, the desirer subsists in himself, whereas the desired subsists in God. So if you trust in your own, how smart you are and how hard you work and this and that and the other thing, you subsist in yourself, whereas the one who is, uh, who, who Allah is his goal and the other things uh, don't matter to them, that person subsists with Allah. The next tabaqa, uh, Abu al-Abbas Qasim uh, ibn al-Mahdi al-Sayyari. He associated with Abu Bakr al-Wasiti and derived instruction from many shaykhs. Abu Bakr al-Wasiti was one of the companions of Imam Junaid amongst others. Uh, he was the most accomplished of the Sufis in companionship and the most sparing uh, uh, of them in friendship. Meaning what? He was adrafuhum suhbatan. He would spend time with the Mashaykh and he benefited the most from them. And he was the one at the same time who would waste the least amount of time with other people. Some people have like a, a, a an addiction that they need to have people around all the time. People They need to have people like friends with them and converse with them. 
and they want to feel loved all the time, uh, which is a very normal human thing. But uh, in the tariq, it's a sign of a person's like rawness. You know, they're not they're not mature. Uh, the person who constantly needs reinforcement from other people, it's difficult for them to make it anywhere in this path. He's the author of lofty sayings and praiseworthy compositions. It is related that he said, Tawheed is this, that nothing should occur to your mind except God. Which is an idea that uh, Ghazali also mentions. He said the psalm of the Akhas al-Khawas is that a person should fast from everything, even though it's permissible to think about it other than the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala. And uh, 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 I... Uh, you know, I, if anybody can do that for more than like whatever five seconds, then they, uh, they, they, uh, we, they deserve that we should ask them for a dua. He belonged to a learned and influential family of Maru. Having inherited a large fortune from his father, he gave the whole of it in return for two of the hairs of the Rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Through the blessings of those hairs, God uh, bestowed upon him a sincere repentance. Uh, he fell into the company of Abu Bakr al-Wasiti and attained such a high degree that he became uh, a leader of the Sufis. When he was on the point of death, he gave direction that those hairs should be placed in his mouth. His tomb is still to be seen in Maru, which is obviously before the Mongols des desolated it. Uh, uh, and people uh, come there uh, and pray for the things that they desire and their prayers are granted. Uh, this is something also uh, has to do with the 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 maqam of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. There's a hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam that, that you know, he says, "My brothers are those who will come after me, but would desire more than anything else to see me." Uh, uh, it's mentioned, I believe, in the Muwatta of Imam Malik, amongst other books. And so here's a person who gave their entire fortune uh, just to buy two hairs of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and because of it, Allah Taala gave him wilaya. That was how much longing he had for connection with the Rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Uh, and when I read this story the first time, it actually occurred to me that it doesn't even matter what if the hairs were fake. <laughs> it probably doesn't even matter. Why? Because the how that was generated in the heart is maqsud. And my uh, 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 my sincere reminder to myself and to uh, the, the brothers and sisters is what? What's more important than the hair of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? Or is it the, the hair of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam or the hadith of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? Uh, the hair of the Prophet or the hal of the Prophet this Quran that, that the Prophet brought and so all of these things are there and whoever desires and longs for them that person Allah Ta'ala will and spends money and spends from themselves gives years of their life and gives time uh, a person would be uh, underestimate Allah Ta'ala if they didn't think that Allah would give them the same wilaya that, that the Shaykh got uh, for giving his fortune just for two hairs of Rasulullah the next tabaqa, Abu Abdullah Muhammad bin Khafif. He was the imam of his age in diverse sciences. He was renowned for his mujahada, for his struggling against himself, and for his convincing elucidation of mystical truth. His spiritual attainments are clearly shown by his compositions. He was acquainted with Ibn Atta' with Shibli, uh, with Hussein bin Mansur al-Hallaj in uh, Juraidi, uh, and associated at Mecca with uh, Abu Ya'qub uh, al-Nahrajuri. He made excellent journeys in detachment from this world, Tajreed, uh, and was of royal descent. But God bestowed on him such a repentance that he turned his back on the glories of this world. Again, a person of royal descent, of noble lineage. Uh, but because of this path, he, he gave all of it up. Uh, um, he's held in high esteem by the spiritualists. It is related that he said that unification, yani tawheed, consists in turning away from one's own nature. Uh, 
because the natures of all mankind are veiled uh, from the bounties uh, uh, of Allah and blind to the beneficence of Allah. Hence, no man can turn to God until he has turned away from nature. And the quote-unquote natural man, Sahib al-Taba'a, is unable to apprehend the reality of Tawheed, which is revealed only when you see the corruption in your own nature. And uh, there, there's a lot, you know, there's a lot there. The nafs, uh, the nafs is just, the nafs is a kuti. It's just a bad. It's a bad thing. It's just a bad thing. It will always call you to call you to something that will destroy you. It will call you to you know. It will call you to something that will make a chimpanzee shake its head at you. Uh, it's it's just it's the truth. It's the haq. And you can see that. I, I, this may be somewhat of a tangent and aside, but there's a, a, a BBC documentary called Dynasties. It has to do with like they 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 like do like thousands of hours of filming of of different animals to see how their family structures and everything uh, survive and how they pass on to the next generation and things like that. You can literally see in it, you can literally see in it uh, um, that the animals even have, right? That there's no uh, animal that crawls on the, or moves on the earth or a bird that flies with its two wings, except for there's something like you and them, and like them and you. Um, to not to translate, but to kind of give the tafsir of it a little bit, uh, and so you can see that that there are certain individuals they're like satanic even from amongst the animals, and there are certain individuals you see nobility inside of them. It's not like they're just like dumb animals, and every single one is the same. One is just a little fatter than the other. One is taller. One stronger. It's not like that. Um, and it's really interesting people say this about the tariqah they say you have to be a human before you have to learn to be a human being before you can be like a wali of Allah mm-hmm. you know, before you become an alim you have to be an alim before you can be a wali of Allah you have to have ilm and things like that and so after seeing that I come to the conclusion you have to be learn how to be like a proper animal before you can be a human being <laughs> there's some lessons there that even the animals seem to understand that like you know human beings are, are, are losing because of because what? Because the way we live allows enough like unbridled access to its own, uh, its own, uh, uh, you know, its own desire, which destroys it every time. So guess what? Amongst the chimpanzees, which one is most successful? The one who's the like most brutal and strongest, or the one who knows how to like get along with the other chimp- chimpanzees better? The one who knows how to get along with the other chimpanzees better always is dominant. Um, this nafs is a kuti. It will completely destroy you every time. It will completely destroy you every single time. Someone might say, well, you're using bad language. Make sure the Arab brothers over here, they're like, what does that mean? I'll tell you after the recording stops, <laughs> right? Uh, it's just bad. The nafs has no, like, its commandment to you has no redeeming quality until you've broken it. Like, until you've house broken it and trained it. <laughs> like, you know, like saying the difference between a nor- like like a wild dog and like the, the, the blind dog that helps like blind people. That dog is like so wonderful. It's like so, you love it because you're like, oh, look how helpful it is, right? That's because that dog has been trained. You know what I mean? It's been broken. Uh, uh, and even then, even then, it's always that same kuti. If you don't keep it on the leash, it will revert back to the, the other thing. Uh, and this is something that nobody wants to hear, nobody likes, uh, nobody, uh, you know, you're not going to really make a whole lot of friends with it. Uh, um, but look, here's the Mashaikh saying, he says, no one can turn to God except for they've, when they've turned away from their own, uh, from their own uh, nature. And the quote-unquote natural man is unable to apprehend the reality of unification, which is revealed to you only when you can see the corruption of your own soul. When you can see the you become so disgusted with it, like you're, you're, your ability to like eat while another person is hungry, your ability to like 
make an excuse for yourself and blame other people. All of these things are very natural things inside of a human being. They're like psych psych psychiatric self-defense mechanisms until you can, until you can see how the automatic nature of the human being is just, just going to destroy you uh, until you can bear witness it to the point where like it will call you. And then your intellect is like, are we going to go through this merry-go-round again? Are we going to go through the circus again? It's really easy to say, but at some point, you know, it just becomes comical. A, a person who Allah gives like a, 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 some nur in their, in their, in their, in their vision, that person will be like, yeah, you know, I want to do this right now, but I know it's not going to end. So I kind of don't want to do it anymore. And those are very Mubarak people. The people who can see the 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 ayub and the, uh, um, the 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 deficiencies and, and defects in their and their own like uh, in their own nature. So the next uh, inshallah, the next tabaka uh, will read that inshallah, and we'll call it call it a night. Uh, Abu Uthman Sa'id bin Salam al-Maghribi, you'll see him on the Shajara uh, Sharifa of some of the Turuq. He was an eminent spiritualist of the class who have attained fixity, ahl tamkin. Fixity meaning they were solid in their state and was profoundly versed in various departments of knowledge He practiced austerities Meaning he made mujahada and zuhud and is the author of many notable sayings and excellent proofs concerning the observation of the uh, uh, Blemishes uh, spiritual blemishes in the nafs uh, 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 It is related that he said anyone who prefers association with the rich over the poor, God afflicts them with spiritual death. Anyone who prefers association with the rich over the poor, God afflicts them with spiritual death. Um, again, not stuff people want to hear. <laughs> Mashallah, there's probably in this in this in this country alone. Right now, in this very moment, there's probably like 400 like fundraisers to make you for like to pay off a hundred thousand dollar chandelier in a fancy building somewhere. People don't want to hear this. People literally, do you know what it means, mashallah? Uh, do you know what it means, right? Some of us, our forefathers, were uh, enslaved and brought here in chains. That was not their choice. Some of us, our forefathers, forsook their own homeland and left it out of their own volition. And they came to this country only to make money. They left behind their deen. They left behind the, the lands of their father. They left behind their ancestral uh, homes. They left behind the ulama. They left behind the madaris. They left behind the zawaya and the khanqas only to make money. Amongst them, there are some of them, it was dire necessity. So I won't judge all of them the same. But they all came here for money. And I've heard this from them before. I've heard this from the generation of my father before. I've heard ajeeb strange things like we would sell the we came here for money we would sell the grave of the gravestone of our own mother for money. I've heard people say things like this before, um, and uh, some you know one person who says it it means a hundred people have it in their heart they just don't they don't have the they don't have the gall to say it, um, and so this is something that nobody likes hearing, but especially the people uh, the immigrants of our community in in this time in this age although mashallah board muslims there are many of them who have a healthy uh, quote unquote healthy love of uh, material things as well but nobody nobody wants to hear this nobody wants to hear this at all well guess what uh, he says what whoever uh, prefers the association of the rich over the poor god afflicts him with a spiritual death so you know i get that the ribat isn't like super fancy and there are other places that are even less fancy than this but, uh, you know, if that's the case, uh, uh, you know, if, if that's the case that whoever prefers association with the rich over the poor, Allah afflicts them with spiritual death, 
um, then perhaps the the you know the secret is not in the fanciness of of things uh, and how wonderful like in like Dubai uh, mall like slick feeling it gives you when you walk in. I get that things should look nice and clean. We try to clean up. I mean, the Rabat, inshallah, is clean. We try to clean up as much as we can. But the idea is what? Is that that slick thing? That's not spirituality. That's all fake, you know, hippie, uh, smoke weed spirituality. Uh, um, the term association here, suhba, uh, 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 and sitting with mujalasa uh, are employed because a man turns away from the poor only when he has sat with them, not when he is associated with them. For there is no turning away in association. When he leaves off sitting with the poor in order to associate with the rich, his heart becomes dead uh, uh, to supplication, and his body is caught in toils of covetousness. Uh, that person is becomes what? They become dead to so They no longer ask. Uh, uh, nor nor can they be asked, and they their body is caught in the toils of uh, of covetousness. They 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 their heart becomes dead to niyaz, and it becomes caught in the toil of az, uh, uh, in in Persian. Um, the covetousness actually kills you. This is one of the reasons why Facebook and these things make people feel horrible, because everybody's trying to show how wonderful their life is. And very few people's life is as wonderful as they show it on Facebook. They show, oh, look, I ate this and I did this, this vacation, I bought this and I graduated and blah, blah, blah. And all of these things, you know, they only show the, 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 the best of things. And a person sees that in another person and then it makes them feel garbagey about their own life. Um, and that actually becomes, it becomes a, a toil inside of the body. It actually physically harms you. Since the result of turning away uh, uh, from mujalasa is spiritual death, then uh, how should there be any turning away from suhba, from the association of, of, of the poor? The two terms are clearly, clearly distinguished from one another in this, in this saying. Sallallahu wa ta'ala wa sallam ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in.